Welcome to Inside Out with Chris and Katie. These conversations are here to activate, stretch, and take you to your edges. This is your invitation to ditch the comparison and step forward with congruence and commitment to the life you want to live. Come play in our world and our minds as we navigate our 30s on totally different timelines. Hello and welcome back to Inside Out with Chris and Katie. We are both here. How are you, Katie? I am brilliant. I know I say it at the start of literally every single episode, but I'm really excited today because we're going to, we're just playing. It's like a bit lighter today. We're going to have some fun. Um, As always, it could go anywhere. So I don't know why I (laughs) bothered to even pre-frame the lightness because it's us. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm feeling, I'm feeling that like buzzing energy today. I'm pumped. What about you? Great. Yes. I'm exactly the same. Super pumped. It's kind of like a get to know us little sesh um super excited for you guys to learn a little bit more but by more we're not going to the depths we're talking about fun stuff talking about our lives talking about the things and our experiences and I think it'll be fun to share with you kind of like pulling up to a table with a cup of coffee just with a couple of girlfriends having a chat so let's begin let's rip in are you ready oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit nervous but yeah fuck it let's go all right rapid fire questions we're both going to answer Katie so fave tv show go um Emily in Paris Vampire Diaries. First crush. Oh, see, this one's fucking hard for me. I'm just a big romantic. I'm going to say, actually, um, Chad Michael Murray. Oh, yes, I'm out of nowhere. oh, he was like my middle man. So, so I went Chris Egan, home and away. I was like eight. He was awesome. I cut out a photo out of TV week and I stuck it next to my bed and I used to kiss it goodnight. And TV then week. Oh, my God. After that, we went through, which was pretty quick between eight and 12, like the upgrade of the manhood that I experienced was like Chris Egan from Home and Away to Vin Diesel. (laughs) And that was a bit of Chad Michael Murray in there too. I had a One Tree Hill saga too. So yeah, totally feel that. Yeah, he's hot. He's so, he's still, is he still hot? I don't know. I feel like I need to Google him now. He's kind of like now. Yeah. Uh, Go to coffee. Go to coffee, soy cap and Fun fact about me, I haven't really drunk coffee since I've been in Queensland. Go me. Weird. Go you. So weird. I love coffee. Um, Mine would be an arm, small almond latte, extra shot of coffee, and at the moment it's an extra shot of hazelnut as well. It just tastes like a nice, warm, fuzzy Ferrero share. However, I go through this habit every few months and then my skin breaks out, which it's done now. Like it's starting to get all bumpy and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, it's doing it again. Okay, I better stop. But I can't help it. It's yummy. It's like chocolate. I love it. She's like. Fully aware of the pattern, fully aware of the trigger, fully aware of all the fucking things. And she's like, I don't care. I'm doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's me. All right. Favorite quote to live by. Favorite quote to live by. Do what is hard now for an easy life. Do what is easy now for a hard life. Great. Mine is if you always do what you've always done and you'll always get what you've always got. Mm, Now, I do believe someone else said that, but I first heard it on NCIS by Tony Dinozo and it's stuck. Okay. (laughs) I used to watch NCIS with my mom. <laughs> Jethro Gibbs was the man. Jethro, what the hell? The nostalgia. <laughs> Vin Diesel to Jethro. <laughs> oh, great. All right, Katie, morning or night? Oh, night. Mm. I know, controversial. Does that mean that you love winter more than summer? <laughs> that is so what no oh cool <laughs> <laughs> well nighttime feels to me like cuddly snoot like 
bed, warmth, like that's what it represents for me. And I'm like, cool, does that mean that out of the two, th- like I'm morning, right? And I'm summer. So that's how I, I don't know. I don't know, all right? No, it does make sense. It makes sense. I see how you would draw that conclusion, Chris, and you are wrong. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I hate that morning or night question. I go through waves with it. Like I feel like, sorry? Don't judge the question. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate your question. Do better. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. So I am a morning person and I think lately I've been leaning more into my nights because it feels, it has felt a bit rebellious to me because I used to work, obviously, you know, this Chris used to work in an F45. So I had to be up and really on at like 5am every day. And so I feel like I'm just like pushing back against that now and staying up late at night. Yeah. I love mornings. Mornings for me, if when I'm up early in the, like before the sun rises, that peace, when you walk out onto the street to go to the gym or go for a walk or whatever, yes. when it's dark, you can see the moon, no one's up. Like it's 4.30, it's five o'clock. Like the world is just so silent. And I love that space so much. And then when you get home from doing the thing and the sun's rising and they walk into the house and the kids aren't awake yet, it's that feeling that it represents for me. Like, oh, just a beautiful, soft me time like I love that so much but I do love nights as well and growing up I loved winter um more than summer I hated summer I hated the sand I hated the beach but that's actually probably could go into a way deeper conversation as to why that was however I won't but now I absolutely love summer like give me heat overheated days like give me a heat wave in Newcastle come at me (laughs) come at me come at me I'm loving I'm loving the sun okay next question would you rather be in jail for a year or lose one year of your life? Jail for a year. Why? Explain. Well, if you lose a year of your life, like at least if you're in jail for a year, you're going to learn lots, right? And I reckon here's my theory, you know, like one, you're not like having to, you're not paying rent for being in there. You're, <laughs> you've got, dedicated hour of exercise. Otherwise you probably, depending on what you've done, right. I'm assuming if I went to jail, I mean, I'd go full hog, you know, like I'd do something worth going to jail for. So if if I'm in jail, I'm taking advantage of that one hour of exercise outside of myself. So I'm going to get fit as fuck. I'm going to get fit as fuck. I'm not spending any money. I'm eating whatever they bring to me. So I actually have no idea what jail food would be like, but I'm assuming probably not very great. Um, However, which probably means I'd eat less. So I'd be probably moving more or more like with more intention, I'd be eating less. Um, I'd be prioritizing sleep. I don't know if you're allowed to read or anything. I don't know. I've got a pretty wild imagination. I'm sure I'd have some sick downloads. I'm going to jail for sure. Yeah, I'm also considering the other humans that I'm mixing with and the fear and, and what's possible and the violence. That's true. There's That's why there. you just got to do something worth going to jail for and then you're just by yourself. Huh. See, I'm also kind of like I'm happy to lose a year, then I'm forward and I'm done and I don't know what happened because I lost it. I'm not worried. <laughs> How do I know what True. I lost? <laughs> True, because there is also the like lead up to going to jail. I imagine that's not very fun. And then what happens after it? Like, how do you get your life back on that question? There's too many pocket holes. <laughs> too many pockets to go down. Shit question, Chris. Shit question again. Be better. <laughs> do better. You can only pick one. Sex or music? Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Define sex. Intercourse. Okay. Um, Physical intimacy. Physically, penis, vagina. Okay, great. Well, I'm going music because there's many ways around that. There's loopholes there. There's loopholes there. 
defines, okay, so you've just created a loophole. That wasn't a loophole. It was like all of it or none of it. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) (laughs) You see, like, this is how you get what you want, guys. You have to ask the question. Because here I am, I'm like, I'm fine because, like, I've got oral, I've got... I've got dildos. I've got all the things. Yeah, I've got self pleasure. Like I'm fine. Like I do not need intercourse. Um. Okay. Well, if we're going like that, oh fuck. I think I'm gonna have to choose sex. I really want babies. Although I could have that without sex. I know, but I really, I'm an intimacy gal. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, I'm the same. Pick sex, music. Eh. I do love music. I and love then like, music. why not both? You know, like give me both. How can we make both? <laughs> we can <laughs> sing while we have sex. <laughs> like have it playing, you fucking weirdo. No, but create the music because we're not allowed music, right? Like you are. So okay, so those weren't really very good rapid fire questions because they weren't very rapid, but you get the gist. <clears throat> Katie, you're up next. What have you got? Okay, for- so guys, I'm using um I'm using a resource today. <laughs> I'm utilizing the tools and resources available to me. If you haven't heard of it, I highly recommend getting it, particularly if you're like me and you love just like going like deep. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about getting to know us, right? I'm really letting my true colors out. <laughs> if you like going into a deep conversation, let me be more specific. If you like going into a deep conversation with your pals, get this game. It's called We're Not Really Strangers. I think they have lots of um, like expansion packs and things like that now. Um, however, I just have the base game and it's fucking brilliant. So I am pulling from specifically from level one, which is perception. So there's three levels to this game. There's perception, um, connection, and then reflection. So I'm pulling purely from perception today. I'm just pulling a card out. Chris doesn't know what it is, so I've got a bit of a um, like I'm in an advantage. I'm at an advantage here, but I'm gonna pull a random card. I'm gonna like read the card as a statement. Chris will answer for me, and then I will answer for her. And so this is a way for us to kind of they're not super deep. Some of them are, and some of them are a bit lighter. And we'll just see where we go. So Chris, first question is. Do you think I'm usually early, on time, or late to events and explain your answer? Oh, great question. See, for me to answer this for you, it's kind of like it depends on the Katie Walker season. Depends <laughs> where she's at in life, like the ebbs and flows of Katie Walker, which is they're like on the go, busy, back-to-back girl who might just be like a little bit late to the thing constantly because she's so under the pump and because she's created that for herself right? But then there's the season that Katie Walker's in right now where she's probably 15 minutes early to everything because she's not really sure exactly where the place is because you knew in the Gold Coast and you're like, oh, I just want to make sure I get there and I know where to park and I know the area. So I feel like I found a loophole in that question and I feel like both my answers are right. (laughs) It's funny. You're actually, your second answer is wrong. I'm late all the time. (laughs) And my reasoning for it is well, no, I'm creating it and it's an ego thing, right? Like the more I, anyway, we're not going deep. <laughs> My answer for you, Chris, I think that you're like bang on fucking time. Correct. 
bang on. Like she's not wasting time, guys. She's not early because she could be doing something else. And if she is early, she's prioritizing. Like she's doing something else before she goes in. Like she's walking in on the fucking dot. Like that is the Chris Burns that I know. (laughs) You actually got that absolutely spot on. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Next question. What compliment do you think I hear the most? Oh, wow. As in personality or looks? Well, that's you to decide, doll. You've got the best eyes. Oh, that's really sweet. I I do get eyes quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. They're super, I don't know, they're big and beautiful and like sparkly. Like they shine, right? You know, when someone says like someone walks into a room and they just light it up, like it's your eyes that do that. So like you have that, right? So I think you hear that a lot. And personality wise, I would say your kindness and like the openness that you have, like to, like you're if you walk into a room and you know no one, you will speak to every fucking person, right? That's just who you are, and that's just someone that is kind and open. So that's what I think. You are such a little fucking darling, aren't you? I would have said I was going to go for you, and I'm just going to. I'm my challenge here, guys, is of course I hear Chris's answer before I give mine, so I'm going to do my best to practice discernment and go with what I thought right from the get-go and mine wasn't to go looks or personality mine was to just go your energy and more specifically from your energy I think people would compliment you on your ability to compassionately pull them up Mm. like pull them up to your standard from that perspective of like no no we don't do things like that but like and and that's probably just like how I see you because every time I go to Chris guys every time I go to Chris with a problem or like with a, a problem I've created right but like every yeah. time I go to Chris with a problem, it's like she has this way of like it's tough love, but it's, I don't know, it's just like this expectation. It's like, I don't know, and you don't even have to say anything. Like it's literally just your energy. It's like everything falls away and it's like, are you here or are you not? Like, uh-huh. And I fucking love that about you. It's just like you're just, you've got that, yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like your energy is so structured in that sense of like, this is where we are. Yeah. Love that. And people just like normalize to it straight away. It's like, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> great. I love that. Thanks, babe. Okay. Um, Next one is how many speeding tickets do you think I've gotten in my life? Zero. <laughs> Correct. I don't even know how many, but I reckon you've got a lot. Miss Goody fucking two shoes over here. <laughs> um, I have had a lot and... I would just like to state that my parking fines have far outweighed my speeding fines and I haven't had a speeding ticket in a long time. However, when I was younger, the rules were not really of concern to me. So I did a lot of things and took a lot of risks and lost my license several times. So yes, I have a history, but now that I have children, I practice being normal. I try sometimes. I just don't pay for parking because I forget. <laughs> every day, every fucking day. It was 10.30 today when I was like, oh, crap, parking. You actually fucking crack me up so much. And I know that she gets all these, like, parking fines, guys. Like, when I stayed with her for that week, it was just parking fine after parking fine after parking fine. It was actually absurd. Ah! Okay, next question. <laughs> next question is, what character would I play in a movie? Oh, um... 
very Lorelai Gilmore from Gilmore Girls, guys. That's that's the Katie, like very witty, vibrant, confident. But that's like the 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 light femme of Katie that I feel. But the dark femme, she's more bossy and bitchy in a good way. Like people bitchy. don't. Well, this is maybe an assumption. I've been asking. So I've recently, obviously, guys, I've um, recently moved here, and as I've been unboxing things, like I came across this game and remembered how much I love it. Yeah. And one of the questions, which um we may get to and we might even just do it now at the same time is like what so like assumptions do you have of somebody else or um no that's probably not the right way to put it it's like something about like what do you feel like you know about me that other people don't know from that perspective and what's come up for me a lot is this light fam so it's interesting Chris that you are like highlighting that like oh like you're so kind and you're so open and um, all of this because I feel feel like this is a huge blind spot for for me, like as in showing everybody that. And mm. I think people that first meet me would probably perceive me as more a dark femme. For sure. But I'm very well, like, light you, as well. You look like at your Instagram as an example, like in the past you were pretty and pink and soft, right? There was also that that confidence to that. And I've I was exactly the same, super interesting. And now we're like phasing through to a different structure and and fierceness, right? To to ourselves and who we are. But there's still that softness there. And like when I think about who you would play in a movie, like Laura Lake Gilmore was fearless. She was fearless and witty as fuck. Did you watch Gilmore Girls? Have we talked about this? Uh, I I know how much you love the Gilmore Girls. I love it. <laughs> all right. I love it. But like you, like the way that you're so quick with your words. And the fact that you're like a wordsmith in terms of your writing poetry. I've read some of your stuff and it's fucking amazing. And the way that you write captions, like the way that you're just so quick to have something in your mind and it and make sense of it and then put it to paper. I think it's just so beautiful. And I love that you can switch gears, like switch with what rhythm, who you want to be. You just go, hey, I'm this today. Hey, I'm this today. Like, you know, I've seen you play with my kids. Like there's so much softness to you. And I don't think yeah. everyone around you gets to explore with you. yeah it's interesting because and I mean as well given that we're so close it's so easy to be like it's fucking mirror mirror right because I think Mm -hmm. the same with you and I think that's as well that as well as we've got to know each other we've got to experience that softer side of each other Mm -hmm. and witness each each other in that right and I think yeah exactly what you said we both moved towards this more like fierceness and directness and it's not to discount that at all like it's from an integrated like whole place right and this is a big piece for those listening around behavioral flexibility and accepting that we actually are all of it Mm. all the time and we have the ability to swing that pendulum from like okay I need to be this right now and now I need to be this and having the capacity and giving yourself the permission to be both is really powerful um what character would you play in a movie I think you would play, you would easily, which is just so easy to like go to this archetype, but it was going go in there anyway, is the whole like the woman that's doing it all right. Like she's got the career, she's got the kids, she's got the family, she's got the husband, like all the fucking wheels are turning and you're just like so effortlessly juggling it. So in your movie, something would obviously have to go wrong. And I think it would be like some natural disaster. Like I think there'd be a natural disaster, something totally. Oh, like that is my worst fear. I've actually sat in this office, right? If you look at my window, I've sat in this office and in my head thought, if a tsunami came from Newey Beach, like it would, but if it did, how quickly 
Could I get to my car? Would the stairs be quicker or the elevator? And how fucking quickly could I get to the daycare to get to the kids? Like, I'm actually curious to know and what I would do, like what I wouldn't, sorry, what I would do to get there. Like I would drive over cars. My car's a four drive. I mapped it out in my head one day and I was like, cool. So that's decided. So that's literally your movie though, is like you would still be able to do it all, even under those like really intense, like it would would just amplify those traits to like the 10th degree. I can fucking see it. A hundred percent. And like the fearlessness in me, when it comes to my kids, don't fuck with that. And like some people say it, but I mean it. Like actually don't fuck with that. <laughs> I would do anything. <laughs> I no- know you would. You're fucking scary. Okay. <laughs> In the best way. Okay, next question, guys. Do you think I've ever checked an ex's phone for evidence? Ooh, evidence of what? This is interesting because you're with the same person for since you were 14, right? <laughs> and I think it would be dumb if you didn't. However, that's my opinion. Oh, interesting. Because, like, you were together so young. Like, of course you did at some point. Or the phones just came out sort of thing. Like, you might have, you know, I don't know. Like, I thought maybe you wanted to see what their mum said about you or something. Like, I don't think that, it, like, the, the intent was, like, are they cheating on me? Because I think you trusted that person so much and there was so much love there and respect there. But it was probably, like, I wonder what his friend said about me or I wonder what his mum wrote in regards to this. Like, I think it was done not for the purpose of not trusting them, but trusting people in their life. I could be wrong. Interesting. I've never, ever, ever. I've wanted to. I know. This is where, like, in the past, guys, fucking let me tell you, I did not have a backbone at all. From the perspective of I would have been like, oh, no, that's the wrong thing to do. Whereas, I mean, now I would just flat out ask the person, right? Like, if Mm -hmm. I had any kind of, like, insecurity, I wouldn't have to go to that point. But, yeah, never, ever. This really highlights just how fucking people pleaser I was when I was younger. It's actually insane. It makes me feel sick. Um, <laughs> for you, not that you should be checking your ex's phones, guys, um, just to be clear. Um, for you, Chris, I think you absolutely have. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't have quality humans before I met my husband. And do I check my husband's phone? Absolutely fucking not. He'll show me anything. I, we live a very open relationship in, no, wait. Oh. That's not what I meant. Oh, we have an open relationship back pedal, back pedal. and transparency, not open sexually. We are closed. We are monogamous. It is just us, but like open in terms of like, like he's my best friend. I can tell him anything. Like why the, like, and he's the same for me. But prior to that, 100%, you date dead shits, right? If you're dating a dead shit, then there's usually going to be things they're doing that are actions of a dead shit. But those were pretty poor choices. And <laughs> I'm okay with my decisions. If you're dating a dead shit, then. <laughs> so true though. And the thing is, ladies, if you're listening to this and you are, then do something about that, you know, take responsibility. You don't need to stay there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question is, do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not? Yes. You love love. It's true. Love it's people, true. You love them hard. You love them fast. Female, male, like whatever, whatever person comes into your life, you're like, I love you and I'll keep you, but I'm going to love the shit out of you. Yeah. And I you, think you that love, you not so like, easily. No. You're like, prove to me. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> it's like that trust thing for you, whereas I think, and I think that this, and I, it's, this is uh, one of those things, right, where it's like your superpower can also be your greatest hindrance because it's like my approach of the, oh, I love everyone and I love love and like, I genuinely, I'm just like, everybody has the purest intentions and like, 
I, yeah, I'm like fucking skipping through a field. That's the visual I have, right? Whereas like <laughs> you're walking through and like practicing discernment and I'm like, everybody loves me. Like there's a lion that's going to eat me alive. I love you. Like, yeah, I'm like, Katie, <laughs> boundaries, boundaries. <laughs> Literally. Oh my God. Funny story, actually, considering it's a getting to know us um, pod. When I was with Chris in Newcastle, we went to karaoke. We are karaoke queens. If you're ever having a karaoke party and you would like to invite us, just know we will be there with bells on <laughs> Yes, and we will absolutely will take over, so you'll never get a mic. Stand up and do that. So many people that listen to this podcast or know me in real life will be like, "She fucking what?" As if she would do that. I do. I can. It's possible. You just got to get me in the right mood. No, well, I forced her into that mood, guys. We had the best fucking time ever. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, though, so we'd had a um a few a few too many a few too many um if I'm being honest, French martinis. Um, and anyway, we're sitting outside waiting for waiting for our cab. And this guy, <laughs> this old guy, mind you, fucking harmless, but this is just the perfect example of what we're talking about. Me being so like, oh, I love you. Like, yeah. which is which is me to the 10th degree, especially after some French martinis. However, we're sitting down waiting for our cab and this guy comes over and he's like, oh, you look like a little princess. I was wearing, Chris has this beautiful dress that really mm. is like a princess dress. I was wearing it. Um, and I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, do you want a chippy? Which, I mean, I get it. It sounds creepy as fuck. And when I look back now, I'm like, it was a little bit creepy. Um, and I'm like, yes. Like, are you I kidding? I love it, Yes. <laughs> it's like whatever time it is. And I'm like, absolutely. Um, and Chris is like, get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like I, it, on that though, I, something that I've worked through is receiving love, right? Yes. So I actually really struggle. So you are probably one of the first people that's come into my life in a long time that has been like, oh my God, I love you. And I've been like, oh, okay, cool. I love you too. <laughs> I, in the past, have had that and I could not say it back. They'd like I'd be like, oh, every time they'd say it, I'm like, stop saying that at the end of every text. Fuck. Even like I'm talking about girlfriends, talking about female people in my life. Like I, I had really strong friendships with. And I'm like, we don't need to say that to each other. Like we don't even need to hug when we see each other. Just calm down. Like that's me not receiving the love because I also am like guarded, so guarded in trust. Like and I and that stems from female friendships not meeting my expectations in the past and I'm so glad that I've gone through the like done the work around that because now I have a great aligned friendship but that would be why I'm like that yeah and I think that's great and how great self-awareness right to be able to like look at that and go oh I like I know why I do these things and that's I know something that we're both super passionate about is making sense of why we are the way that we are right okay guys um, I'm moving into, Sorry. I'm moving into level two. We're moving into level two, fam. We're moving into wow. level two connection. So they're about to get a little bit deeper. So just get ready for that. Let's do it. Um, okay. Oh, I really like this one. Okay. What is your mother's name and what's the most beautiful thing about her? Chris, you answer first. Answering for myself. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know your mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. My mum's name is Kim. Oh, and all that's coming up is the song, like not all that's coming up, lots of things. Obviously, she's a beautiful human being and I adore her, um, her strength and her resilience. She raised me, you know, single woman, worked three jobs, never failed, never missed a beat, which showed up to every sporting event, never like school pickups. I, I was never alone. I was always with her. Like she made sure of it in terms of finding employment that 
allowed her to be 110% with me. However, the thing that was coming out like the most beautiful thing about her, there's this song that she made up when we were little um, that she used to sing to us to sleep. And now, like, I I can just recite off the top of my head. I'm not going to fucking sing it because that's awkward. Oh, but I, love I sing that. it to my kids now to go to sleep and they ask for the song sometimes before they go to sleep. We go between um, You Are My Sunshine and Lola calls it the God Bless You song and Jesse calls it You Are My Sun song. So, like, it's super cute. And then, like, hearing them recite the words too, like, just that that feeling takes me back to little me and, like, how much time, how many nights. Like, it's like a unconscious memory that is unlocked every time I sing it to them how many nights she sang that song to me to sleep to soothe and soften and nurture and just how she has always always shown up no matter what and continues to do so now what about you my I love that so much and I've met your mum she's divine my mum's name is Sharon and the most beautiful thing about her Again, there are so many beautiful things about my mum. And again, this comes back to what we talked into just recently around your greatest strength is also your like greatest weakness, right? Is that she's selfless Mm. and it's gorgeous and beautiful and I love it about her. And there's so much of me that wishes that she wasn't as selfless as she is, right? Because I just want her to do things for her. However, she, yeah, such a hard worker, always showing so much love and I really love that about her. I like that. Yeah, she's the bomb. Okay, Chris, what is a compliment you wish that you received more frequently? We're getting vulnerable. Caitlin, fuck. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have it. Okay, that's fine. Mine would probably be... Mine, it's not even a compliment. I think the thing that I wish I received more frequently, and it's funny because I know that I do get it, is would just be like a simple statement or an invitation to just be, I want to say be me, but that's not the right wording. Almost like I wish that I that people said that they were proud of me more or that how I felt was okay. Like I think, and you probably will, like know this as well, Chris, in this industry, we naturally lean on those people that can support us. And in that like leaning, there's like, and I want there to be as well. I'm trying to like work out my words as I say it, which you can probably tell, but Mm -hmm. there's an expectation to hold yourself. And sometimes I just don't want to hold myself. So I think a compliment I wish I received more frequently was like, you actually can crumble. Like you don't need to hold it all together. Like yeah. just let it out. I think that's something. Cause I, and I, yeah, I just hold it together automatically, but sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I wonder what it would feel like to let myself fully go in the presence of another person. I think that's what's just come up for me now is you've asked it recently a couple of times and it's been like, what can I do? What do you need from me? Yeah. And just that on its own for me, that question if my kids said that more, like my older two girls who create most of the havoc and then just take off and then wonder why I'm in a cranky mood an hour later because I've just cleaned the house and then I clean it again and I clean it again, like little things like that, like I, that would go so far for me, you know, and sometimes they do say things similar to that and like 
I don't know. Yeah, that's probably coming up. Like, what can I do and what do you need from me? Because we're holding this space for so many other people and giving them what they need constantly that sometimes we just need someone to go, hey, what do you need from me? What can I do at the moment? What's pissing you off or what is holding heaviness within you right now? And how can I ease that? Yeah. And I think that's a really beautiful thing that you can ask people in your life, like your partner, your friends, any new mums, like, rather than showing up with fucking food for to take into their house and have them host you like be like what do you need from me right now yeah yeah it's so great and while it's not necessarily a compliment it's more like an it's a presence right like it's an intentionality I love that okay a bit more of a lighter one Chris so far this year what's been the happiest memory uh in the pool just Steve and I and the four kids and um the northern beaches in Sydney when we went away it was the last day and the holiday was super interesting lots happened in terms of learning about our family and what works and what doesn't a three-level home was not it um (laughs) lots of pain points there but like there's that final afternoon where we spent those hours just all playing in the pool together and everyone was happy it was so nice it was fucking magic I love that so much mine would be when I was moving the night that I was on the spirit of Tasmania, the ferry from Tassie to um, Melbourne, I was with my parents and we were in a, like a little, it's like a bunk room, right? On the spirit. So little bunk bed. So I'm up the top and my mum and dad are below and just like giggling ourselves to sleep. Like it was like, honestly, a core memory locked in. Like I, even in the moment, like I took this little sneaky video of like my dad just like stirring up my mum because I'm like, I never, ever, ever, ever want to forget this. This is the best. Like seeing my parents playful like this, being playful with my parents like this as an almost 30-year-old woman, it was just fucking divine. So that's been my happiest memory. I love that. All right, bit of a smush one and a quick one. How would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? Safe. Mm. I was going to go presence and presence is safety. Exactly. It's so interesting. I thought presence and then I went straight to safe. I love that. All right. Next question. I'm loving this, by the way. Like, this is great. Um, we could go all day. <laughs> Literally. I'm like looking at the time, like, okay, if I can. We got to go. I, wonder, I hope people are, I hope you're enjoying listening to this. I think that actually it's probably a good little segue. The reasoning behind us wanting to do this episode like this is to show show you the human Mm, show the human behind the the mic sort of thing like we can go deep we can go to the depths of our fucking souls for you but we can also be this and that's just to show you that you can too right yeah and that's so fucking powerful that that permission again to just be like oh you don't have to be a certain way all the time like you can have fun with it chris what do you crave more of time alone (laughs) i'm alone i wish everybody could see her eyes when she said that to me (laughs) it's been something that chris and i've been speaking about because we've again polar fucking realities right now like chris juggling all the things me just moving up here and living by myself for the first time and i said to her the other day i'm like i know you're gonna hate this but i hate how much fucking time alone i have (laughs) and she's like oh my god i want that like no i know i was telling katie this morning i'm like you telling me that you need more fucking time. I woke up this morning, like physically the first words that were spoken to me was, we need more toilet paper. 
And I'm like, okay, fuck, like write it down. Go get it. I don't know. I'm fucking asleep. Like <laughs> just, the, just the annoyance and the level of that, that it's like, and you know, it's, it's fine. It, I, this is, I need to know that. Otherwise I won't go and buy it. Otherwise I'll probably go to the bathroom now and there'll be no toilet paper and I'll be more angry about that because, you know, it was give, I, I was given the information so, because I was going to wake up and go to the toilet. And it was like, I know why it was done and said that way, but I was just like far out. Like, is this how my morning starts? And I remembered what Katie said yesterday. <laughs> I'm so free and I'm all by myself all the time. And what am I going to do? And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I funny. love my life, guys. I love my life. I do. It's just, I'm a mum, and every single mum on the planet would ask you if you said, "What do you need more of?" She would say, "Time alone." Um, and I know that that's also about me creating it, which looks like getting up at four thirty consistently, which at the moment is not consistent. However, I'm putting a lot into a lot of areas of my life, like my business and the home my home is running a very smooth operation at the moment and that is because I'm not fucking exhausted and the 4 30 a.m's were starting to get to me so I'm taking it a, a bit easier I'm doing Muay Thai PTs twice a week and walking and I'm doing a couple of weight sessions a week rather than six like things are shifting gears in other ways and I'm fine with that <clears throat> and for me to create more time I do need to plan ahead and and structure that so I know that anything's possible with it I love that I think that's just I love that story when we've already been on the phone guys um so when she called me this morning and she was like guess how I woke up this morning <laughs> like I just fucking lost it um what do I crave more of I think right I want to say and this is oh this is letting some walls down to the public I think what I crave more of is the feeling of like being desired and that mm-hmm. feeling of like true devotion I uh, it is no no, it's not new news that I want a partner and that's what I crave. I crave that like physical, intellectual, emotional intimacy with another human in a romantic capacity. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, that is me. Perfect. Oh, this is a fun one. What is the most unexplainable thing that has ever happened to you? Um, I've had a few and it would definitely be around the spirits and ghosts. <laughs> Or whatever you want to define them as. I you woo-woo bitch, go there. <laughs> unexplainable things happen. One I won't share because it goes into other parts of my life that I that are um, about other people that I won't, won't speak about on the podcast. However, another one is just, actually, I can't, I can't even share it. Um, oh, no, I can't. This one I can't. So I have been awake, laying in bed, and I've felt what the bed like sunk down like someone was sitting next to me and then a hand just go like this and just rub me like this but I lived with my mum. No one can see your hand babe. Oh fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I'm telling I'm telling you the story. Listen anyway I was living with my mum at the house at Jules and I thought it was my mum and I thought she must have been crying or upset or had a fight with my stepdad at that time because it was super random her coming in the room and sitting down the bed and like she used to she rubbed my head like that like when I was little. So I didn't open my eyes. I just pretended to be asleep because I'm like, this is super awkward. Like, what if she says she's breaking up with Trevor and I've got to deal with this shit? Like, I I was just being an asshole, right? I should have opened my eyes, obviously. But it wasn't mum. The next day I went and spoke to her and she's like, I didn't come in your room. I'm like, yes, you did. I felt the bed go down and you've done that thing with the thumb. And she's like, absolutely no, I didn't. And I was not asleep. Oh. And that was probably like one of the first times I was pretty young then. So after that, I've had a few different things happen. 
but yeah what about you well again we're pretty woo-woo for people listening and they're like like what is personal development? Like, I know you're not listening. That's that was actually really rude. I'm sorry that I said that about you, poor listener. Um, but <laughs> you know when you like, yeah. Well, we were as fuck over here. Um, the most unexplainable thing I've had a few, and they have also been like just unexplainable in the sense of like, oh, what was that? Is that a, like a spirit or whatever it might be, right? Um. And there's one that I won't talk into, which was the more recent one. But when I was little, I had, and I know a lot of mums are on here, so I really hope that your children don't um, have this or like suffer from this. But when I was younger, I had febrile convulsions, which is essentially a condition that you just grow out of, but it's where your body overheats and um, you just, your internal like thermostat, like that uh, thermoregulation doesn't work. And so your body overheats. And unfortunately, some children do die um, because Mm -hmm. they're going to, you kind of have like a seizure. So it's like an epileptic seizure type situation. And then your body shuts down if you're not able to be revived, right? And anyway, I was having so many of those um, for a period of time when I was like around two, two and a half that they I got an ear infection. And obviously when you get an infection or something like that or you become unwell, your temperature will rise, right? And so they the doctors were aware that that was what would happen. And because I'd had so many of these particular febrile convulsions, in recent times, they decided to put me into a coma. So they put me into a medically induced coma so that my body could fight the infection without the risk of me having another convulsion, right? So I'm this like itty bitty little bubby that's gone into um, into a coma. Now, what's interesting or what's the most unexplainable thing, and it's only really been through conversation with my mum over the past maybe like five years and more recently in detail um, in the last year or so, is that I have had throughout my life, so I was fine, of course. I actually brought myself out of the coma. Um, so they were like, how the fuck is she awake? Because she should still be asleep for another X amount of time, right? Given the amount of drugs they had given me. But I was like, oh, I'm awake. Let's go. And when you're a little kid, if you've got little kids, like they're just like, oh, okay, we're just, we're doing this now. So yeah, didn't think anything of it, of course. And I don't really have any conscious memories of that time. However, I have throughout my life had very... Um, a very vivid recurring dream, like always. And it wasn't until maybe like five or so years ago that I said to mum, like, oh, I have this really weird dream, blah, blah, blah. And what I was describing to her was the, like the root, the exact room that I was in when I was in a coma, but it's like third party, like bird's eye view of the room. And what was interesting about it was, um, yeah, I'd said to her like, oh, everything like hospital room, right. And I'm in the high intensive ward. So it's, everything's really white and, and whatever. And anyway, I see myself as a little girl in the bed and my mum sitting next to the bed. And I see this blue teddy bear sitting on the nightstand or stand, like on the sideboard. Um, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, I said that to her and she's like, what the hell? She was like, that's so bizarre. Cause apparently I, I outside of that or being consciously aware, I don't have many memories, of course, like apparently they would go around and give teddy bears to the children um, and they'd give pink ones to the girls and blue ones to the boys and they'd run out of pink ones. And so I got a blue one and she's like, it's so bizarre that you would even remember that. And I was describing to her what this bear looked like. And she's like, that's exactly what it was. Like crate, you were in a coma. And she's like, and they had like come and taken that bear away before you like had even woken up. So it's crazy that you like remember that. And that, so yeah, that's probably the most unexplainable thing, particularly the position of myself in the room. I'm like, mm. oh, it's like a full, like out of body experience. And I've been reminded of it through dream. 
yeah Super anyway i love that so special Oh, we yeah. could go into so much more around this. This was a super random episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please let us know by sharing to the gram, share it with a friend. Let us know in our DMs. We love the feedback. Um, that's it. That's all we've got. We both need to go. This we've got is- a very busy day. <laughs> yeah, we really do, as always. Classic us. Um, and I think what's important as well is like, how can you bring more like lightheartedness into your day? Like what can you do that's a little bit random? I think that's what this episode was. We got on the phone and we're like, let's just do something random. Let's ask random questions or like bring more of the human into our life. It's easy to get caught up in the, what are we doing? Who do we want to be? Like hyper analyzing our actions and our thoughts and, and how we are. It's like just anchor into that human experience today and let yourself feel it all and be a little bit weird and funny and fantastic. And also, if any of those questions like pulled something for you, like allowed you to like lean in a little bit to something about yourself, maybe bring that question up at dinner tonight with your partner. Like what a fun yes, way to explore each other's day. And, you know, we we so often will sit at dinner and just have, how's your day? Yeah, good. How's your day? Yeah, good. And that's as far as it goes. Maybe asking like, what's the most thing, what's the most like strangest thing that's ever happened to you or or something that's unexplainable that's ever happened to you? Start there and see what happens. Like actually go a little bit deeper than surface level and have fun with it. Yes. I love that. I'm such a big believer. One of my favorite questions, actually, I'll leave you with this and we like won't answer it, but this is one of my favorite questions to ask somebody when you're meeting them. I hate the, who are you? Like, what do you do? So it's boring. We're moving past that. That's canceled. We're moving into like, what's the, what's got you excited about life right now? Yeah. Like ask people that. Ask the person at the coffee shop that instead of saying, how are you? Just be like, all right, what are you most excited about in life right now? Like what's going on? Mm. Like how much, like the energy behind that is so much better. So yeah. there's your question to take into the day. Go and ask as many people as you can and let that excitement just like flood your being. I love it. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.